This retreat is full of the sexiest people in the world. Little case of beers. What's happening? I would rate myself a 10 out of 10. Bring that here, reel it in. This is literally heaven on earth. Cheers to the sexy people. Cheers, guys. I'm Lana. Plot twist. Go there are conditions to your stay here. No kissing or sex of any kind. Oh, shit. As if some robot is telling me I can't do anything. It's not easy to go an extended period of time without any sexual release. Think of your nan. This retreat is to help you gain deeper emotional connections. Is blue balls a real thing? We'll find out. Money will be deducted for any sexual activity. All we want to do is rip each other's clothes off. Not all of you have invested in the process. I really don't care. I don't look at him and just see sex. Maybe more can come from this. I don't want to break the rules. We're in sexual rehabilitation. I'm starting to look at the fish. <laughs> Everyone's so horny. Oh. We need to control ourselves. Better cost me money. Oh, God. Time for growth. What kind of growth are you talking about, bro? <laughs> All we've got to do is just keep our pants on. If you smoke the seed, you're going to kill the breed. Hey, you're going to kill the breed. Whoa. Smoke the weed, yeah. Don't smoke the seed. Because in this time, it's all we need. Whoa. It's all we need. Yeah. Some say Kali. Roll it, eat it, love it, hate it, she's here to stay. Sometimes out and about, though she's known to kick back indoors. Her aroma so distinct, she's the type to leave you hungry for so much more. Mary Jane's her name, and you can catch her 20 minutes past four. <laughs> and with that cringy poem being played and said for you guys that yeah i wrote that myself thank you <laughs> welcome to the urban twist podcast i'm your host the voyage nash and we're back after a short hiatus because you know what even i want to be lazy during the, this time of quarantine and all this mumbo jumbo going on in the world but that's not why you're here that's definitely not why i'm here today we're talking about too Hot to Handle, which is a new Netflix show. Before I even go too deep into it, I'd just like to say thank you for all the people who have just clicked in. Thank you for that. Subscribe. Subscribe. And leave a review. Leave a voice message as well. This app allows you to do that. You can leave a voice message. And hey, if it's funny, cute, or good enough, you will definitely hear it in the next episode. 
other than that, man, just sit back, enjoy yourself, and let's just get into the meat and potatoes of the show. I feel like I've been wanting to be loud all day today. So, yeah, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Let's do this. So, anyways, the show is pretty simple. And understanding what the show is about, I'm going to try my best not to spoil anything and not give out too much, but we will definitely go through what the show is about and what you can expect to see. So, yeah, let me just give you a quick premise of the show. That was the trailer you heard early on, but I feel like I'll give you something a bit more to work with. So basically, you've got 10 extremely attractive uh, influencers, and they have the chance to win 100,000. And basically, they're on an island, there's booze, you know, there's a beautiful pool, the scenery is amazing, and they're all single. So you can obviously tell, like, they're gonna be attracted to each other, they don't know what's going down just yet, but they're definitely ready to do some bangs. But here's the catch of this island. The goal is to keep it in your pants, bro. <laughs> like, literally, that is the goal. They're not allowed to kiss, like, inappropriate touching, I think. No sex. No self-gratification. None of that. No fap season. Like, they just went all the way back to No Nut November for a whole season, right? But that's the whole point. The point is that their goals and jobs are to create actual connections with people because the people on this island, the 10 people, they're actually sex addicts, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say they're legit, like, prescribed sex addicts, but they're people that are very attractive, they're young, and all they do is have sex with other people and they can't find emotional connections, you know what I mean? This is where this show, I think, kind of differs. Like... It is a very played out trope, but this is where it definitely differs is that instead of having people, you know, seeing their exes, will they find love? Will there be chaos or love island type things? Like it's very done before, but this takes you in a different route where it's like, forget all the stuff you know in reality, you know, sex and all that stuff. No, let's bring it back to the actual fundamental to building healthier relationships and yeah I, i'll take a go at that that's pretty good but before we get into the whole you know what goes down let's just let me give you an overall in terms of episodes it's all right it's eight episodes right and they are like 40 minutes long so they're pretty decent right and by the first episodes we're introduced to most of the contestants but some of them will be arriving, like, at a surprise. Kind of like on X on the Beach, right? So, we get introduced to a few of them. They're pretty cool, I won't lie to you. And it's funny how they take the whole no sex thing in the end of the first episode, because that's when it's announced. In fact, if a few of them were quick enough, they may have been able to do what they wanted to do on the first day. But, yeah, I mean, you're not going to meet someone and sleep with them in the first hour. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous, but, yeah... But either way, the prize money is 100000 which is pretty nice. However, it's not exactly clear whether one person will win the money, or if a couple will win the money, or if the remaining group at the end will all get the money. Whereas, in the end, I already know, but I'd rather not spoil it for you. I'll leave you with that. And basically, 
how do you keep up with all the contestants really it's not that bad really the show is pretty fun in a way that they have like a kind of reality tv feel where they get their own back reels where they can comment on nonsense or thing that's happening so yeah you get to understand your contestants very quickly and you introduced to lana basically she's a cone-shaped alexa that first breaks the news to the contestants that they won't be getting any sexual time for the rest of their trip on the island and every day on the retreat alexa brings 20 somethings well the the people together and she basically gives them like you know what kind of offenses they've made so like if you've kissed someone for example i will spoil this that will cost you three thousand dollars from the like you know from the hundred million that they all win and that gets like deducted and same thing goes for sex and any other interactions and self gratification as well but it's cool though what can they do that's kind of what i love about this show lana kind of schedules these workshops for the contestants and you think it's your run-in-the-mill activity games you win a challenge you get to go on the date of your choosing type of a thing like on x on the beach or any other show but no it's very cool that in a sense this game show is in turn for our entertainment but it also is playing the role of healing these people i don't know if that's the right word to use but yeah like i wouldn't spoil everything for you but the one exercise they did do was the boys they were in a way showing what it is they fear for themselves and what is stopping them from finding love and it was it was really heartfelt stuff i would not want to spoil it i think it's something you should definitely check out for yourself this is for me the pros of the show it's like it's tackling this issue i wouldn't address it as an issue but you know what i am i don't care this is my podcast fuck you (laughs) i'm kidding i just don't leave i was joking to be very honest (laughs) the thing is is that in our world today maybe we have become desensitized to relationships and you know what we don't want to give a chance anymore to getting to know someone before we sleep with them given how attractive they are. This show did show this, is that it's a bunch of attractive people faced with the daunting task of meeting other attractive people. However, because everyone's guards are up and maybe they just are so unfamiliar with being vulnerable with their emotions, they're not capable of creating longer-term connections that are essential to keeping a relationship going. That's the difference, and I like it. I really do. It highlights this problem we have in society. And it does a good job of trying to help these people. I'm going to go into the characters as well for you, and then you can also get an idea of them. But not everyone agrees with, you know, the whole no sex. Like, with some exceptions in the middle of the show, there are a lot of people that want to break this rule, even for, like, stupid reasons as well. But like I said, no spoils today, so you have to check it out for yourself. The cool thing I would say is that once some of them started to, you know, get into the fact that there is no 
sexual interactions and stuff like that, the more emotional progress they made, they actually start to earn more money. Well, I mean, not earn more money, but they get a green light on like this Apple Watch type of thing and it allows them to kiss the other person or do anything sexual, which is, I think, fair. It is cool. It feels like a rewarding system for them and stuff like that. And that's nice. That's cute, you know what I mean? But screw that. Let's just get straight into it, right? I'm going to go through the cast real quick for you. First, we've got everyone's favorite best girl. Okay, I'm not going to say best girl, but she's literally, like, in everyone's opinion. I mean, not in my own opinion. The the hottest girl on the show. Her name is Francesca. Francesca's from British Columbia, Canada. But she's back and forth in LA and stuff like that. She has over 300,000 followers on Instagram. And I think it's safe to say that she's an Insta girl. And yeah, that's pretty much it. The next contestant who ends up being her partner. Sorry, I spoiled that. I said no spoilers. Boy, I lied. My bad. <laughs> Anyways, Harry. Harry's pretty cool. He's a young lad, I would say myself. Very tall, 6'9", ladies. Very cute and stuff like that. And he's, I wouldn't know what he does per se, but he's got 140,000 followers on Instagram and he's a very nice lad. He's young. He's very, I would say he's the immature one in the house because he is the youngest. And then finally we got Chloe. Chloe, hmm. How do I put this about Chloe, man? Where, where can I even start? Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Out of the girls on the show, for me, in my opinion, Chloe is very gorgeous. She's kind of got that stunning Geordie personality. She's very funny. She's from Essex, right? So you already know the way she speaks, but she's not that smart. She's kind of an airhead, but it's enduring. She's very charming in that sense. And she's a typical girl who she doesn't really look for love anymore because she can't get what she wants when she wants it. However, it now is becoming a fault that she's lost her self-worth through this. And in the show, you see her progress. So it's nice. For me, next is Haley, a.k.a. Bad Girl, a.k.a. Badass, a.k.a. I Cause Trouble, a.k.a. Manipulation, a.k.a. Leave the House, Get Kicked Out, a.k.a. Spoil Again, a.k.a. I'm Sorry. <laughs> she's cool. Haley is your typical I don't give up. F, bad girl, Florida native, don't even try me, boy, type of a thing. She's a model, and more than that, she's extremely gorgeous, but she's got a stank attitude, like a really stank attitude. We'll get back to it, but like, it's stanky, bro. It's real stanky. Next is best girl, Rhonda. Rhonda Paul, if you watch the show, ladies and guys, she will be your favorite contestant. She's gorgeous. She's dark-skinned banging body but it's her personality like in fact all the people here in the show had problems you know what i mean in terms of relationships but i don't understand why ronda was in the show because to me she did feel like the most mature person and in fact the more you watch her you're just gonna love her personality she's honestly gorgeous in and out she's from georgia georgia people stand up for your lady and yeah the next we got sharon sharon actually sorry He's actually a native to New Jersey. He was actually Mr. Pennsylvania in 2018. And he calls himself Mr. Shea Butter Baby. Got no freaking clue what that means, but you do, dude. He's a published model and really... Shea 
is your typical short me like yeah kind of short dark skin guy very gorgeous handsome body however he's got the fuckboy issue of i can't be in a relationship and i will not love because i was cheated on it's a very sad story really but character development and his best friend not officially but in the show is david david's actually an ex-rugby player from london and he's also a nike ambassador and out of everyone here he has what i would say a redeeming quality of having good character like he has very good character he's a very good guy i will spoil this right now but in one scene let's just say he had best girl ronda but sharon also wanted her too and he actually sees this and he sees how it's ruining their friendship and he decides that if this guy can take her seriously and make her happy he's willing to back off immediately because he cares for not only the happiness of his friend but this girl he believes is so amazing that she just deserves happiness and if someone else can give it to her he's by all means ready to step away and i'm sorry it's just called being a man like yeah there's a lot of beautiful moments in the show and david brings you a lot of them the next <laughs> everyone's favorite best boy kells the accountant man's like kells hey let's just say that kells calls himself an american football player which i don't know if he is or not he is from london he's huge like the freaking hulk and he's classy like he's just really funny in fact i do have a few faults about kells that i can address later on in the show but yeah he's pretty dope and my favorite quote from him so far <laughs> is what he said right he goes uh basically francesca every guy wants her because she's the most gorgeous girl in the house kels is like you know what i see francesca looking at me yeah but miles want to approach her no i don't approach women i'm a star i'm on gravitational pull yeah and that right there <laughs> is what you call fucking cocky but he deserves it to be honest the man is very handsome so he can be cocky the next is nicole o'brien and i don't know if you guys know her but i surprisingly did right she's actually from ireland and she currently lives in london blonde hair blue eyes very gorgeous girl and the reason why i know her is kind of because i've seen her in music videos she's actually i wouldn't call her a video vixen but she's been in a few videos jay-z to name chris brown to name like she's actually pretty she's pretty cool in front of like the rest of the cast i would say that she's not that shown she didn't really get an arc which like became something more her activities on the show were literally her talking about how she can't have sex with anyone with chloe but she doesn't really make an attempt to make any interactions with the other guys which would be something of a relationship i maybe shouldn't find them attractive and the guys didn't find her i don't know but that was her story next is fan favorite matthew smith and literally guys you need to search this man up he's from colorado he's an actor an author and a creative mind and yeah he's got over a hundred thousand followers on instagram and he's really funny because he's jesus like I don't mean he's actually Jesus, but he looks like Jesus, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> and really, the show just marks on this the whole time that he's freaking Jesus. It's really funny. The next I feel for the most is Bryce. Bryce is kind of a nice guy. He's that guy 
if you remember in high school, he was kind of chubby, and some people really did bully him on that and call him ugly and unattractive, but he made something of himself. He is kind of, I suspect, the richest person in the show because he lives on a boat. And it's not a little boat, like, you know, I'm a hobo, I live on a boat, I'm a pirate. Nah, like, it's kind of a fancy boat, like, the fancy boat you party in Miami for 10 days and stuff like that. So, Bryce is a really cool guy. I think that he learned very quickly that your physical things, your tangible things, things that disappear, your luxury doesn't make the man, but it's his character. And that development of him understanding that he actually is kind of boring in a sense because he relies on all these other things to hype him up. He forgot what kind of a man he really is. And I was really hoping that his character developed more, but we didn't really get to see that. If there's going to be a season two, which there is, I kind of feel like Bryce is the one character that should come back and find actual love. But we should see how he's progressed so much in his life. And yeah, that'd be really freaking awesome. Finally, well not finally, we've got a few more characters left. These were kind of the newer characters that joined on the island eventually. Just like Bryce as well, he was the first one after I think episode 2 to hop on. Lydia. Lydia is, dude, Lydia's gorgeous, I won't even lie. Dark hair, gorgeous eyes, you know, flipping amazing. Lydia is queen. Anyways, I'm not sure what she actually does because while we're recording this, my phone died. But, yeah, <laughs> um, let me introduce the last two people. Madison, she's actually a model and a stylist. She's got the most followers out of everyone. And, in my opinion, the bangiest body ever. But she wasn't very interested in the growth and the self, like, you know, entertainment and all this stuff or finding connection. To be honest, it looked like she was just there to be on holiday. But <laughs> that's okay, right? And then last is fuckboy like, you know... What was his name again? I kind of forgot what his name is. Fuck it. He was not important. I'm kidding. The last guy, his name, I kind of forgot what his name is. He plays a big role, in fact, of Temptation. And really, he's your typical fuckboy guy. I think his name was Corey. Corey, that's his fucking... That's his name. Corey is very... I would say the most handsome guy on the show, and he is your typical bad boy fuckboy. He just wants to flippin' bang birds, bro. He's that guy. But anyways, let me give it to you straight, right? This show is amazing for me in a lot of different aspects. And when I really think about it, what got me the most is just that we go into the show with an expectation. In terms of plot itself, the plot is simple. You've got your famous people, very attractive people, and they're on this island and really the first thing they're thinking they really want to do is start hooking up and stuff like that. But with the device of money, things change. A different perspective is brought in where why do we just hook up with people? What happened to us as a society that makes us want just the physical in a relationship and nothing else and to just go from attractive guy to attractive girl and just keep moving on. Where did we lose the importance of finding more than just sex? Which I don't think is wrong in a sense. Either side of this fence, like you have a different opinion, but it's not wrong per se, right? But when you see these characters develop, 
and they go through these different courses and stuff like that, you actually see that attractive people, beautiful people are normal people like everyone else. I'm not going to say like me and everyone else because like, nah, skip that. I don't know about y'all, but I'm cute as shit. Like, I'm not going to go down there and be like, yeah, they stoop to my level. Nah, dude, I'm sexy as hell. So I understand that on the outside image of their influence as social media presences and well presences presence fuck i don't know dude my english isn't that great right now i've been quarantined for a few days like uh anyways <laughs> i really think that it's beautiful it's beautiful to think that it doesn't matter how popular you are or how gorgeous you are but you have faults that make you you it doesn't change how people see you, but it may change how you interact with people and how you want to open up. But yeah, it's it's gorgy. It's really gorgy. The show itself, I would say, it's a bit short. Eight episodes like this on a show, it does it justice, but in a sense, not enough. I feel like 12 episodes would have been better to allow the show to really open up and allow characters, all the characters, to develop because... In the essence of this is 10 characters. Not everyone's favorite character is going to be Francesca and Harry. And not everyone's favorite character is going to be Rhonda. Like, for example, my favorite character legit throughout the show was Chloe. Because she's such a bitch. And, like, all she did was manipulate and cause fights and cause anger and cause issues and cause problems. And not associate with everyone else and not believe in the the process you know what i mean but that's the person who i wanted to fall like in love with the most because i could see it in my eyes the more the other characters developed and she stayed to this bitter personality i can feel like if someone on that show may have approached her may have tried to i wouldn't say hook up with her but create something more we could have seen really big character development like you know when a character reaches the breaking point and the glass shatters and they really open up that is something that they missed out huge on that character they did kick her out of the house spoiler alert but that was a waste of the opportunity like it really was and another sense was really funny because a lot of the characters were breaking rules to kiss and stuff like that especially harry harry did the kid is a waste man but i like him though because He's young. In a sense, he's what I think a lot of guys my age, 21, 20, will relate to the most. He's young. He may have the looks. He's got the cheeky banter. If you don't know what banter means, it's the chats. You know what I'm saying? Like banter is the laughs you add in to the to the pickup to get a girl interested. You know what I mean? If you got the banter, you'd be there like, yo, babes, walk one. She's like, no, I'm good. No, you kind of look stupid. She's like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm kidding. It's just jokes. You know what I mean? That's the banter, right? It's the chats you bring to the table to woo the girl, right? And he's got lots of banter. He's got lots of chats. But the thing is, is that everyone sees him as immature, as a child. And I feel like girls nowadays not to be judgmental ladies but in your own opinion maybe you may feel different about this do you not look at guys our age the same all they want to do is hook up with you or fuck you or like you know they just want to be there for clout or for the moment but 
in fact, they do have feelings, they do have personality, and they do keep their guards up. But in a sense, we've become also demonetized to why we're doing what we're doing. I don't think it's wrong to go out and hook up with people, but if that's all you're doing with your life, man, it's gonna weigh on you. It's gonna hit you deep, you know what I mean? And yeah, that's what I like the most. His character development was a lot of being more honest about himself and knowing to be in control of a situation and not be pressured into one. In terms of other characters like Francesca, I liked her development a bit. She didn't really have development because she is that girl who everyone thought was the most attractive, right? So her issue was that she was playing a solo game. Well, she was playing Monopoly, but she was playing Monopoly solo, if you get my sense. It was like she has all the cards, but you can't play this game by yourself. Whether you want to, you know hook up with a thousand people it is fun right but the problem is is that you mess up with one or let's say you do a lot of things and it's bound to get dirty that's more the sense i don't know what the fuck i was trying to say earlier that that didn't even go well but that is the sense that i'm working with right now is that she's kind of been through a lot of i can get what i want but the problem is when she has all that she wants she makes steps based off the fact that she doesn't like the outcomes. So if one guy doesn't want to sleep with her, she goes back to the other guy. If the other guy does something stupid, hurts her feelings, she'll run off to someone else. Like, in a sense, she is avoiding conflict. And to see her address conflict to the point where she actually does go on another date while she's dating Harry, but she tells him that, I'm going on this date because I want this guy to know I'm not interested. And she does that. And I enjoyed that because a lot of people were mad or would be mad if let's say you're starting to have feelings with this girl and she has feelings for you back and then she's going out with someone else. Maybe she didn't want to, but she still does. However, she does in a way to address that situation, not to leave it, you know, on the side and not know where it's going she doesn't sort of a way to address conflicts and i like that that is good character development in terms of like other characters like kells kells is really cool i just think that we didn't see enough of him in the sense that kells is the type of guy that he wants a girl to approach him and i really feel like that needed to be addressed in the show like he's attractive he's an extremely cool guy as well but the whole, I'm a king, I'm a man, you better approach me, girl, I don't do nothing, you come to me. Like, it's so fucking played out, dude. Like, if there's one thing he could address about himself, I'm not trying to be judgmental here, right? But I'm just looking for what the show is trying to do, really. And it was really trying to show you that everyone has faults. But with this show, we're trying to help them with those faults because relying on, on sex in the end of the day to establish anything will just hurt you in the short term is what they're trying to address i feel and for kells i feel like it would have been very beautiful if he didn't go for francesca maybe he went for a different girl like chloe altogether a girl who matches his personality in a sense in his ego and allows for them both to break that down and to understand each other you know what i mean like 
Kells hits me as the guy you can marry, but he doesn't allow you to really get the approach to do so because he wants things all on his turn, which is like vulnerability. He lacks the sense to be vulnerable. Fuck, dude, I should write a book. I'm getting deep here. Anyways, fuck him. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's move on with another character. Um, Chloe. Chloe, man, Chloe is really cute. She's really airheadedly dumb. And she's in it for the interest, you know what I mean? She wants an attractive guy to be interested in her. She wants to be chased. She wants romance. But the main problem, I think, for her was that boredom. She got bored very easily with men, and I think it's because if she gets what she wants through her ways, you know what I mean? And when she was daunted with the task of a guy doing maybe what she would do to other guys, or just getting mugged off, mugged off, if you want to know what that means, basically, dude comes in the house, flirts with you, then goes for someone else and makes you look pied, makes you look stupid. So yeah, she got mugged off. And I feel like that could have been avoided because she initially liked Bryce, but the thing is about her is that she wants to be entertained. And that is something that the show should have addressed. There's nothing wrong with that as a woman, especially if you're looking for love. A man should chase you, he should entertain you. However, what she lacks is seeing relationships as a two-way street, or at least two dimensions, where nothing should be so rudimentary and selfish do you know what i mean like it would have been nice to see if she liked bryce and bryce tried right and the minute she got bored bryce told her to her face like i'm done with you because you don't know how to give others a chance maybe not a chance but it would be cool if for her she would see what it would be like to be going for a guy like Kells. Do you get what I mean? If she had gone for Kells, she would have to do all the work. That's kind of why Francesca gave up on Kells too, is because she had to do all the work. And in a sense, Chloe's like Kells. She wants you to do all the work. She wants you to be addicted to her and entertain her until she's bored. I wish we could have addressed that and maybe she found real love so we could see how she developed in the story, but she we didn't really get that chance. Same thing with other characters. They're very much quiet, but I think a fan favorite will probably be um, Sharon and Rhonda. Sharon, black guy, Rhonda, black girl, they're both amazing personalities, but what I loved about this show, or just in general, is that it is a thing where we have a lot of racial stigmas and racial hints. Like, for example, a lot of people don't like the fact that Kells, when he was going for Francesca, Harry was there sad, all mopey and stuff like, oh, no, I don't even know what she sees in him. He's ugly, right? A lot of people probably like, mm, that's racist. And I'm like, mm, no, it's not racist. In a sense, yes, but in a sense, no. Because I, I, I kind of understand. I'm not to be cocky, but I'm black and I'm cute and I'm attractive and my voice is kind of cute. And I understand where a white guy can be like, yo, like, Y'all niggas are too much. Like, they're obviously not going to say the N-word, but I understand. I get it in a sense that it's a trend now. The BBC is a real trend. Ask everyone who searches black that night. It is a real trend now. And it seems like it's very much felt on the other side of the spectrum who is losing their women, I guess, to these guys, which is kind of stupid, I guess. I don't know. 
but you can see that in Harry's case, it has happened to him before where he lost his girl or a girl to a black guy. And dude, that's just the way the cookie crumbles at the end of the day. It's not really that big of a deal for me, but it was interesting to see that. And in a sense, you see it again, but it plays out in a different way. Not in a racial way, but it does play out in something of a, a funny way. Because Rhonda, in fact, for me, Rhonda was the ideal girl on the show. She's very much confident about herself. She's beautiful. When I mean beautiful, yes, she has an amazing body, but her personality is very genuine. It's something that, I don't know, may come off wrong if I were to say it, but black women can be just so attractive in a sense that their personalities are just not the same to each other. And every woman is unique. I know every woman on this planet is unique. But yo, sisters, stand up for a second because y'all special, bro. Y'all real special in the sense that it doesn't matter who the man is. As you can see from white guy David to black guy, you know, Sharon, you have this thing where your personality radiates not just pride and like, you know, intelligence, but it just radiates natural, pure beauty. Damn, I'm just getting deep here, but that is Rhonda in a sense, right? I don't know, maybe it wasn't explained to us enough, which is kind of sad. We don't know why she's on this island. We don't know why she's single, what the red flags are in a sense. We know that she said for herself that, and well, sorry to spoil again, she likes to control. She's very controlling, right? When she doesn't have something that a man can give to her in a relationship, she will do it herself. And I understand the controlling aspect, but it's very much alleviated when you see how much she's really willing to put into understanding a guy and wanting to be there for him. Do you get what I mean? Like, you'll see it for yourself. Rhonda kind of was eyeing Sharon from day one, but David too. However, give or take, she went for Sharon straight and she stuck to that. Even though David did flirt with her and stuff like that, she never crossed the boundary to ruin things with someone else or to hurt their feelings. But in the sense, David, it's weird, right? We find ourselves in these situations where our friends like people and we like them too. And because our friends are really feeling for them, we still flirt, but we don't really address it. David did something that I hope seeing this show you guys learn from is that addressing conflict or at least addressing this situation with a friend will really show you and your friend who wants the person more. Not in a sense of you address it, I like them, but you address it to sit down and talk about it because you could see it like god it hurt you could see it in david's eyes is that ron is such an amazing girl she's beautiful but she's not for me as much as i can give her happiness and stuff like that when you can see the happiness someone else can give to someone and you can see how raw it is that's why i kind of felt like you cried on the one episode when they were flirting is because it was a he knew it was a losing battle. Her interest, her heart wasn't there, you know what I mean? But you could see how beautiful it was that she was still willing to to venture out with these feelings and be vulnerable enough to see if they were there. And that honestly is beautiful. I think looking in her eyes, thinking all that, I probably would have 
been a bit emotional too. Cried? Mm, I don't know about that. But I'd still be emotional, right? Awesome. And I feel like I've given you guys a lot to think about overall in terms of the show, the characters. Giving this a review overall out of 10, I would say this show stands to me as being a, a 7.9. Beautiful show, beautiful scenery, lots of interesting characters. Mm, I could have a bit more runtime, and there are problems that need to be addressed, as in how they run things, for example. We need more activities, more seen on each day, not these time skips of some sort. And finally, characters that are on the show, it is very important that they give a chance for every character to have screen time. Do you know what I mean? Not one more than the others, because they're doing too much. Like, we give characters more screen time, and we need more characters who are more open to actually finding love. The thing is, is that a lot of these characters were like, you know what, because money is what's on stake here, I'm just going to put a wall on myself. That is actually the case of the matter. Coming into it though, I feel like by season two, this can be different and can be addressed. And yeah, we'll be hoping for the best until then. That was really it. I really like this show, Too Hard to Handle. It is crisp, really it is really crisp. Funny characters, I might give it a rewatch to be honest. In fact, if you haven't watched it yet, you don't know if you should, please do. You've heard what I've had to say and if you've already watched it, you're probably going to watch it again after this, but yeah, please do, man, because it is a lot different from the other typical shows that are the same. And it's, it's a breath of fresh air. It is really is a breath of fresh air. And I think that it's very important that we have more shows like this. It's okay to like what we like. If you like hooking up with a thousand people and you like all this stuff, that is cool and all. And I think it's also cool that we have shows that do the same premise, but also show us that those things are cool, but the deeper things these old school boomers had back in the day still are essential. Relationships still are important. Love is not a trope that's going to die anytime soon. And it's very beautiful that this TV show showed you this in its purest form, right? But anyways, where are they now? These characters are all at home, obviously, because of the quarantine. Pretty chill and stuff. If you want to follow them on social media, you really can. It's not hard to find them. They're all very lovely people. In fact, I've kind of been contacting them all week long, you know what I'm saying, through the DMs and stuff like that. And it's kind of shit. Only like one of them replied. But I'll have you guess that in the comment section who actually replied to my DM. And I'll tell you this now. If you guess it right in the comment section, I will tell you what we spoke about and I'll tell you what could happen. You never know. Might have an interview. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much. This is the Urban Twist Podcast. Have a happy 420. Be safe. Be indoors. Be clean. Wash your freaking hands, bro. Don't be coughing on nobody unless it's blunt cough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyways, you know what I mean? Roll it up, smoke it up, eat it up. Have a good day. Be a, an amazing person. You know what? In fact, I got something to say. Go looking for love. Don't give up on love. Don't give up on making connections. Don't give up on being vulnerable because it's not a weakness. It is a superpower. And don't, you know, just be friendly. 
And more than that, have fucking fun. If you don't want a relationship and shit, nigga, nobody's judging you. It's okay. It's really okay. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. I am your host, The Voyage Nash. This is The Urban Twist. Please follow us on Twitter. You can find me at, the like, Tinny the Myth. Tinny the Myth? Yeah, that's my Instagram. Dude, I need to change all my handles. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter at Tinny the Myth. And you can also find the podcast, The Urban Twist Podcast, on IG. We are trying to get our shit together, get all professionale and looking crisp and clean and giving you guys weekly content, which will always be on a Monday or on a Thursday. Okay? Cool. I love y'all. Leave a review and a comment and shit like that. And I'll see you next time. Yayit. Girl